0: Coming down. I never left it on the ground. I'm not down. I wanna go higher, higher, higher than that. Hey badasses, this is Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian, host of the Badass Women's Council podcast. And I'm super glad that you're here. So today's episode we have Nikki Llewellyn. And this is a great episode because FYI, Nikki, has her own podcast, so she's an old pro at this. Her podcast is called Gut and Science. And She is what I refer to and anybody that knows her refers to as a master connector. It's just the way she sees the world and the way she operates. And she brings to this some really inspiring thoughts and information, but also some really practical takeaways that you can just go do something with. And I think you'll find this episode uh, just like Nikki, which is inspiring and helpful. She is the CEO of Rainmakers, which is all about connection, and she's also the brand ambassador for a company called Amplify, which provides exceptional data for businesses that are looking to increase their employee engagement, which is another passion of these, is just building strong cultures. So here we go. Enjoy. Hey, Nikki, how's it going?
1: Hey, good. What a great way to start a Thursday. I know, right?
0: Awesome. So when we met, I can't even remember who introduced us, which I kind of like about life when you just, people just say, you should meet so-and-so because they know us. Know. And the one thing they said was, oh my gosh, you're all about connections. So is Nikki. You've got to meet her. And um. I was like, done. And all I did was reach out and say, hey, some so-and-so, I can't even remember
1: who, said we should meet. And you're like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, and you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I remember we met the first time we grabbed breakfast or coffee or whatever, I forget what that place was called, but I know that, I don't even know if we talked about business, it was just like, oh my gosh, this hour has flown by, I know. And I need to get on to my next thing, and those are like the best meetings. So Absolutely. We have some serendipitous reason for getting together, have no idea who connected us, but it's been great since, <laughs> and here we are on the podcast. And that's,
0: not everyone is a connector, and I want the Badass Women's Council to be about Opening up those conversations that when more people authentically connect, everything just gets better. It gets easier. And you, I I asked you earlier to think about this, so I've given you a little bit of time. Now that you're known as a connector, like it's a part of your brand, when people talk about you and say things about you, connector is a word that they use. So since I've met you and other people have said, hey, do you know Nikki? Or I've said, do you know Nikki? Connector is one of the first words that people use about you. I don't know if you know that or not, but it is your brand, and you've built the Rainmaker business, which we'll talk about in a bit about connecting. What you do now at Amplify and engagement is about connecting, like that has become a part of your brand. And I, I want you to tell us when that started. What? When do you think you started recognizing that you were a connector or being? Intentional, or is it just so organic that you can't not do it? Like, when did connecting become a part of who you are? Hmm.
1: Yeah. So, you did ask me this in advance, and I'm still struggling to go back to like, when was that day? I don't know. It's just, it has been one of those things. I think it started in sports. I am a self proclaimed very, I'm just very driven. And sometimes it's super annoying where it's like, can you just take a break? You know, just enjoy vacation. <laughs> and, um, I realized over time that when I was in team sports, I always played team sports. So I never was like the, you know, go- well, golf's kind of team too, but Ish. like not like uh, tennis or golf or something. It was like soccer and softball and volleyball. And the end result of wanting to achieve could I could never get there alone. And I started to realize it was so much more fun when it wasn't like, just prove how valuable you are and how driven and get, you know, as score as much as you can. And it started to become a, when I help other people in that effort to be great too. And that could just be the energy that I'm putting out because right. I'm like super motivated and ready to do it. And then it inspires, you know, and then you see other people get uplifted and then we end up getting to that end result and all excited rather than individually. I think that might be where it came from. It's, I don't know. I kind of look back and I'm like, I was like a messed up kid because I was trying to do it by myself. And then I realized this finally, maybe in high school that, wow, if we do this together, it's so much more enjoyable. And so now today I can't think of something that makes me feel better than when someone tells me that a connection that i made enhanced their life, solved a problem, help them find a best friend, like nothing better than that. And so I I don't, it's just, it's so rewarding that feeling.
0: I love that. And, and so did you choose, so that was sports. So that was probably high school, middle school, early developmental years. Did you think about that as you were choosing career early on about this whole like team and connection. Do You remember being Thoughtful. Now, let's be clear. When I was in my 20s, I was just worried about, like, did I have a date for the weekend and, you know, the right pair of jeans? So I'm asking you to go back and say, were, were was I intentional back in your 20s? So maybe the answer is no, which is a perfectly fine answer. But how did that shape your career choices oh, early true. on or or, or or even college choices or whatever? How, yeah. how did that shape next life decisions.
1: So very interesting. One of the things I am really passionate about is helping high school students and especially the parents of them to help those kids have introspective conversations, counselors, tools to really do some deep diving and not wait till they're 30 to realize who they are from a disc assessment or some kind of assessment that takes like five seconds to take and can tell you who you are. Like, don't wait, figure that out before you start making choices. But to go to a point of, um, so my parents, they were like, so worried about me in high school, I think, cause like all I cared about was like jeans and like <laughs> being super cool in high school and like dates and all that. And I didn't take school all that seriously. And they're like, what are you going to do with your life? Like you're a senior. What are you going to go to school for? Where are you going? And they hired a, uh, a counselor in, for me. And I spent some time and all I could come back to was, I just want to help people. I just, I just want to help people. I don't know what that is. I never realized that down the road, like my greatest skill is sales. And that is actually helping people. I thought that's like the sleaziest thing. Once I (laughs) Um, found out my (laughs) mid twenties, that all of the assessments came back and said, she's a salesperson, I was like, oh no, you know, but I had started out, I got a master's degree in mental health. I was a mental health therapist and that's what translated down the road to helping people. But that was not, that wasn't my jam. Like I then I found out way later, like I'm more in the in the sales role of, you know, business development relationships. And that's how it ended up translating. And then I found that, you know, that master's degree that thanks, mom and dad, for paying for that. (laughs) Really appreciate it. Um, That master's degree is super helpful because I can really relate in my talent of connecting people through the sales process. And really a, a good salesperson helps solve problems and helps businesses be better and helps people get better through these solutions, right? I didn't know that then, but I know that now and I own it. But you know, the whole translation of going through mental health training was to help me learn how to connect with everyone and to value people for where they are and to be able to assess and understand how to communicate with them. And it's all really come together pretty darn beautifully. But how I got there, I don't, I don't know, just a God thing, how it ended up happening. Amen. And I love what you said about
0: school wasn't wasn't necessarily your jam, right? Mm-hmm. And so many people that I interact with today who are amazing, the, the traditional aspect of school wasn't great for them. And what you found to be great was that connection. And we can achieve more if we're working together as a team. And you took that and didn't get so hung up on the grades and the expectations and, and what I think is maybe hurting some people early in their careers that they're afraid to just go explore and find what that is. You said, you know what? I'm passionate. I want to help people. I tell you right now, having a 17-year-old daughter, if a 17-year-old said to a guidance counselor today, I just want to help people, they would say, you're in trouble. Like, you better have have something figured out. And everybody I know like you— and, and me and others who have said, you know what, I'm going to take what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. And and, it, and it's not based on this simple little five minute assessment. It's based on how God watered me, what I'm about, and I'm going to make my life about
1: that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's big. Mm-hmm. We yeah. need to encourage that. Absolutely. So I can't say enough how important it is to take time introspectively at a young age, at a mid age, as an older age, in. Introspection is so important, but start that very early and don't just press for society's, you know norm of we need to have your entire life figured out when you're entering college at age 18. No when when it's the right time and you know to go back to relationships. It's all usually through mentors that help to get you there. So maybe parents that aren't wired to think that way and they're like, you need to figure this out. You know, there's a mentor that's helping share a message to see something differently. So for those of you that are out there, a great way, you know, if you're thinking of like, how do I build stronger relationships? Learn, what what are you really good at? Like, what are you inspired to be able to help people see differently and be a mentor in that? and And so that is one area of, I like to inspire people to say, you know, take time, do introspection so that you're really investing the time, not wasting time doing something that you think you might find mm-hmm. value in and really doing the right thing because you took the time first. So you're, I love that. So you're saying not always go get a
0: mentor, but there is something that you're great at at oh. almost every age, right? So go mentor someone about what you're passionate yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant.
1: Absolutely. that's We brilliant. all have amazing skills inside of us. So if you Aren't mentoring someone right now, like put that on your list. To
0: do. To do. I love that. And you I'm gonna go back to something you said earlier about your parents being like, you gotta figure this out. And you went to a counselor to help do that. I just interviewed uh, for the podcast my my previous therapist. And I say to people, go get Therapy. Go find a counselor. Go find somebody to talk to. Like it is. Don't wait until you're in trouble. Like find those mentors. Find counselors. Find people to talk to about this stuff early. I say to my kids all the time: you have a college or you have a therapy fund in front of your college fund. Don't be afraid to use it. Mm, Like that reflection time is is as big a part of what our health plan should be as your annual physical. Like that's huge.
1: Absolutely. So if you think of the life wheel. You draw a circle on a piece of paper, you break it down into all the different sections, you know, yeah. into the pieces of the pie, right? And right? you look at all the different things that make your life whole, everything from your faith to your career, to your finances. I am such a strong believer that you've got to have a a posse, if you will, a fan club, a, a, a 1-800-CALL-whoever, like you've got to have community in each of those areas And you've got to figure out some of those areas that you can be pouring into other people. Absolutely. So important.
0: Because pouring into others is as fulfilling as someone pouring into you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. You
1: know, so something, sorry, not to take us down this rabbit hole for a second here, but I have found lately, I've been trying to put my finger on the core The core that helps people want to be a connector, wants to help people develop relationships like you're not inauthentically doing it like, oh, we got to go network (laughs) or I need to go spend time having one on one time with people. So here's the deal. This is the core core that I'm finding right now. When you have shared values with that community or with that person, it is not a feat. It's not a task. It's not a challenge. It's the real deal. So here's what this looks like. Let's say that you are uh, working on, by the end of the year, being in the best shape of your life. Like, this this is it. Best shape of my life. Okay. So to have someone else in your life that that's also what they're working on, you're going to pretty authentically want to be around them. You're going to want to understand, like, what are they cooking for dinner? What are their workouts looking like? Oh, you lost five pounds in the past two weeks? What are you doing? Because you have shared commonality around that. Yep. And it's not this far-fetched, like, I need to go to this event that half the time they spend, you know, 90 minutes of this half day complaining about their lives. And I have to go to this again. Well, it doesn't feed you. It's not like part of who you are. So that's just something I've been really finding lately. When people say they have a hard time, like networking or developing relationships, you're not in the right place with the right shared values with this commonality that fires you up. It's inauthentic. It's not who you are. So then what, of course, why would you want to be there? Yeah.
0: And it could be anything, right? So, I I said to, to someone the other day, they were talking about social media. And I said, I love social media, but like anything else, there's good and bad, right? And so if you use social media to connect with your people, People that have shared interest. Mm. That's different than saying, I want a gazillion likes and people just to, in general, like me. That's that's counterfeit connection. That mm. looks real, but it's fake, and actually it feels pretty creepy on uh, in, in, in most situations. Oh, yeah. But if you say, hey, I am interested in uh, getting healthier, or maybe I'm interested in... Basket weaving—it could be anything—and you use hashtags and, and geography in your social media searches to go find people that are share the value or the interest that you have, and then go develop a relationship online that may end up in a real relationship. That's different way to use an oh. amazing tool to reach out and say, "Where are my people?" Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, and I think the two things that that's doing is inspiring the right people who share that common bond, mm-hmm. that common shared value. And building connections with the right people, like new relationships, you're filtering out because you've got a, a theme and you're living your truth, Yeah, you know? And so therefore you're attracting people that also share that and building authentic relationships versus empty ones.
0: And I love the shared values. One of the things that when I'm asking people, what's scary to you about connecting? What, what makes you not do it? And a couple of people have said to me, I'm afraid to open up. Like even when there's this interest or, but I think shared values would be that easy conversation starter that might help that process. But there are people that I think either through fear or have had, you know, just hurts or or insecurities or whatever, they're afraid to open up. Mm -hmm. And I wonder how we help people get over the hump because you and I, I in. I've been in sales for a lot of years too. Like it's kind yeah. of what we do. Yeah. But for those people that that's not natural to them, I, w- I want to figure out ways that we can help them just open up and be authentic in a way that says, I do want to share something with you, but something's holding me back. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I'll have to just relate that uh, I I'm a, I have a challenge being vulnerable and I have a challenge opening up. And so um, that's been something I've worked on for a long time. So I can totally relate to that. And I feel like, The times that I'm going through dips, just challenging Mm -hmm. times. My confidence isn't as high. I'm just, I'm questioning just, you know, I haven't been working out. So I feel chubby, you know, hanging over my jeans. I'm trying
0: to wear my long top.
1: right? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm getting ready to walk into this meeting with like somebody who's got it all together. Absolutely. Like just they're crushing it right now. That's my perception. And so therefore I'm going in and I'm, um, like already kind of closed. I'm like, oh, how am I going to answer these questions? Yeah. Or, you know, how how do I bring the energy I call that level? You're playing
0: defense instead of offense at that point. You're yeah. like,
1: they're better. I got to, I got to cower down. Yeah. And you know, when we're doing that stuff, it's just like, we have to realize, pick up on the trigger and just realize everyone, everyone goes through dips in life. And today you're going to just show up and be like, you know, not that we need to start out 15 minutes of a brand new conversation with the drama that's going on in life. It's just, just show up and just be you. Everybody has those times. We don't need to like think through and beat ourselves up because we haven't been to the gym in five days and like just we're not as high energy. It's like, you know what? Just show up and give what you can for that day and start there. And so if, if you're not, if you're someone that's like, I'm just, ne- I never feel good about this. It's just practice. It's just, it's practice being okay with kind of feeling uncomfortable and just being you. They will value that.
0: And the chances are, in my experience and others, is that other person is feeling the exact same way, even though you think they've got it all together. They've got their own set of insecurities they showed up in that meeting with or in that room with. And when you let yourself be you and let your vulnerabilities, that's permission. Oh, yeah. That's permission to them to be like, oh, cool. I don't have to have it all together either.
1: Yeah. And that is freeing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It just made me think of, I love how like organic some of these conversations just <laughs> happen. So I'm thinking, here's another little tip for that. Think about the thing that you are best at. You are just the jam at what, you know, so you said that about connecting and I'll own that. I really enjoy it. And I feel I am very good at that. But I would say the thing I'm thinking is I inspire people. Mm-hmm. I I kind of push people to like think differently or like man, you, that is very unique in you or, you know, yeah, like, yeah. that's unique, like just kind of building up and just really, I enjoy inspiring people. And I feel like I do that naturally. I'm not faking it. It's just, yeah. and, and I want people to walk away thinking like, shoot, I should do that. What am I thinking? You know? <laughs> and so even in, when you're having a rough day and you're walking in and you're like, you know what, I'm feeling a little blah, whatever. What's your gift? What's your gift that just remember, like you have that always, like that's always there, even on the bad days and just show up to bring that, to help that person like I mean, and, and if you can't, you can't like, if it doesn't come up and you can't do it. Okay. But you probably will like, just be intentional of that so, gift that you bring to other people. And little things
0: like just kindness is a choice. Oh, yeah. Right. So when I'm having a really crap day and I'm the stuff's hanging over the top of my jeans and I'm feeling like shit. Yeah. I, I intentionally do that. I, you gave me words for it, but I say to myself, you know what, when I walk in Starbucks today, I'm going to make eye contact with that barista and we're going to have a conversation and Oftentimes you can just feel that that changed their morning or changed their day. And then all of a sudden you like kind of strut out of the Starbucks, like, it's all good. Yeah. We're all just doing our own thing. Like it's it's okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I did it with a Verizon chat person the other day. So I'm not even seeing this person. Oh. But we're having this chat conversation. And I was frustrated because I'm chatting because there's a problem yeah. with my bill, right? <laughs> there's no like yeah. fun reason to be chatting. <laughs> But all of a sudden, I had that realization. I'm like, you know what? This is not a transaction. This is a person on the other side of this chat, Mm. like a a real person. Like we can get so caught up in the way that we communicate with email and text and not seeing each other's eyes and and feeling heartbeat that we forget. Mm -hmm. And so I just stopped in the middle of the, you know, I want my $100 back. And I was like, look, Joe, I know this isn't, you didn't create this problem, and I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I was a little frustrated, but how are things for you? To, let's just start over. Mm. And we started having a human conversation over chat on Verizon. Wow. And all of a sudden, we
1: both just, it changed everything. It, that is so important. So you just, it made me go, wow. So, Okay. Let's just all of us take the advice from Rebecca when we're listening to this today, and every time we're doing anything, whether that is running through a drive-through, running to the bank, whatever, like everyone's a human and treat them as a human, and just enjoy that experience. It's going to be maybe a minute, maybe you're waiting in line for five minutes. So what? Like, have a positive interaction. You never know when the last day is. Like, live it up, right? Like, mm-hmm. have that, have that positivity. So let's transition to something I'm really passionate about when it comes to treating people as humans. So. Oh. Leaders, these people who work in your company, (laughs) every single one of them is a human being. And you know that life wheel that I talked about earlier? We all have a full one. Our whole life wheel isn't the workplace. We have all kinds of things going on. We've got goals of things we're working on. We have stuff we're dealing with. We're coming into work sometimes super broken that day and sometimes really lit up. At the end of the day, we're human beings. And so I can't emphasize enough how... Just to take some time to be introspective about that as a leader. Maybe you're managing a team. Maybe you own a company. Maybe you are an executive. I don't know. If you're leading in any capacity, you took that role, whether you went to school for it or you got elevated into it. And your number one thing is to pour into the people Mm -hmm. and their lives. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, in the business, you want to see productivity and you want to see a thriving company. Absolutely. And the only way to do that is to treat people as humans so that they come alive and are the most productive. You're never going to do that through, you know, we're going to implement this 10 step strategy in order for the place to be most productive. Yeah. It might move the needle like a point or two, but really if you help people come alive and you inspire them to do their best work there and to be their best human being there, that's where the magic happens.
0: And sometimes the best thing you can do is listen. I find leaders always want to tell, 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 tell. We'll tell them this. We'll tell them that. We'll send them this. I'm like, how about we just sit and maybe listen to what their challenges are and how can you help alleviate some of those? But preach, girl, I'm with you 100%. -hmm. I had a a gentleman in a class I was teaching last week, and we were talking a little about you never really know what's going on in somebody else's life. And exactly that, like Mm -hmm. they're human beings. They come in with stuff. And he said that last week he had an employee come in who literally looked disheveled like was was an hour late looked like hell and everybody made this assumption that he'd been out all night and you know maybe was a little hungover like people started putting this story about Uh what that was about and he said he went in and and you know said hey what's what's going on like you're an hour late what's going on the guy had been mugged the night before in another city and made it to work anyway, even though he was an hour late and didn't have time to go because he had been in police report and he'd been, uh, uh, and, and it was Ugh. fat. Like it was, like he had all the documents there. The guy had been mugged. But when he walked in the door, everybody was like, oh, looks like you had a heck of a night. And he said, until I went and had a conversation human being to human being and said, what's going on? He goes, then all of a sudden everything changed, like complete empathy, complete. How can I help you? Not how can I discipline you?
1: Mm -hmm. Complete shift. You know, another just I feel like we're like talking life lessons right now, like just like looking in the mirror and, and just things that we all struggle with. Right. And here's one of them, judgment. So we all do it. It happens. I do it way more than I ever should. But let's think about this for a second. So just in the workplace, whatever role you are. Stop and think before the next time that you are like, "Wow, she's barely been here this week." I mean, could have been on fifty appointments, running back to back, and (laughs) is finally like, "Thank God, I'm in the office," right? You know. But we're we're coming with this perspective that just because we perceive it that Mm -hmm. way, I think just like it's such a good lesson to think like, let's empathize with people. Absolutely. Let's stop thinking about the worst and like. Let's have a conversation. Listen to them.
0: Uh, Yeah, thinking about the worst. What's the worst case scenario? And that's usually what we go to. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I I do it. It's terrible. I know. know. I'm just going to. But it's usually about what's happening in my head. It's usually because I'm exhausted and I think, oh, your life must be better than mine because I'm exhausted. No. Yeah. They might have a
1: far worse situation than me. Like, just listen. Awareness. It's awareness, right? You know, so my good friend Amy Woodall. Um, we talk, I don't know, three or four times a week. Text a lot. Just really good support system. Talk about, you know, like a badass woman that just is really supportive. Um, what was I going to say about Amy? Ah, I just lost it. It'll come back. We were talking well, about don't awesome. if, we were
0: so. talking about don't assume the worst and yes. oh my gosh, thank you. you okay, go. see this
1: happen, you know. <laughs> so um she has really been helping me with the practice of meditation mm. to bring back bring me back to the center. She's been like doing a lot of courses on this and everything, and has been inspiring for a while. And the power of like sitting for 10 minutes twice a day, just it, it's really a long time. Like when you're first starting, you're like, woo, 10 minutes is a long, <laughs> long time. But um, I do it through the Calm app. Oh, Um, I have that. That is cool. I don't use it enough. Oh, it's cool. They have daily, you know, different inspirational topics that you can meditate on or just, just basic ones. Anyway, you get 10 minutes and it helps you come back to center so that, you know, if, if I'm working on stop judging, start using your gifts in every interaction, smile more, those things that if we're not being intentional and just stopping and reflecting, it's like, it's been a month and I forgot I said I was going to do that when I was talking with Rebecca on the podcast. So I can't talk enough about whatever you want to call it, meditation, sitting still, being calm and just checking in with yourself. Wow. The frenetic pace that we're all trying to live in is the
0: antithesis of connection. Oh, I mean, it's the block. And when I say to people, what are some of the barriers to connection? Almost always busy comes up. And I'm like, well, as Dr. Phil would say, how's that working for you? Right. So that taking time just to reflect on ourselves gives us that place to say, what's really important. Uh-huh. I've been so busy with the meetings and the emails and the projects, and I'm and and then you take a breath and you go, hold on, mm-hmm. that's really not what everything's all about. Mm. It just does center you back to the the real, what's real.
1: Yeah, you know that's a really good practice for when we're overwhelmed, which I, I have that happen a lot. I'm one of those people that, like takes on too much, and then I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> Um, and you know, what I do is I sit back and I think what really matters, what really matters. And so today, as an example, um, my family takes turns taking care of our, uh, grandparents, my, their kids, and then their grandkids. Um, they both live in two different facilities and we just really want to make sure they have a good ending to their life. And I have a lot of people traveling on fall break right now, um, in my family. So there's not many of us that are, that are in town. And I, it, this is like the busiest week ever. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I go. But then I sat down and I thought, you know what? Okay. I'm going to rush, but what's, what's really important today is eliminating these three things and rushing to make sure that I spend those two hours that I need to spend with them tonight. I had to do like just a, just a Mm -hmm. conversation with myself on like what matters. So three things got cut and I just had to get in my mind. You are going to be super rushed for an hour and a half before you get there today. It just is what it is. Own it because you're doing what matters. and And, and, And that's the why behind the what.
0: Right. Yeah. The why that you're doing yeah. it's because it matters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've been trying to do that each week instead of the weekly to do list, the weekly planning of what I'm going to do next week. I'm also asking myself, what am I going to stop doing? Oh, and sometimes it's, what am I going to stop thinking about? What am I going to stop worrying about? But literally sometimes it's, why is this even on my list? Yeah. It's not furthering anything that's important to yep. me. Stop doing it. Yep.
1: It could no. be next year. Yeah. Yeah. Prioritize. I love that.
0: I love that your family does that to take care of your grandparents.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I have a a dog that is like my pride and <laughs> joy, Tonka Jane. I know.
0: I saw. I saw her on Facebook. And she comes.
1: She, oh, she, she comes to visit. Yeah, she comes, and they live in two different facilities. So there's, you know, a lot of old people that don't have a lot of Yes. love once, and so she is a visitor dog, a therapy dog, and whatever happiness dog. I'm just gonna call her happiness. The dog. happiness dog, I yeah. like that, and just the people and the smiles that happen. I have a friend that has a home care company, really good friend of mine. And I told him, I said, I am going to tell you right now, the greatest marketing tool that you could ever have is find someone who will re- wear your logo and just go walk around and brighten people's days with a dog in these facilities. I mean, if you have a passion to do that, like just, you can just get your dog certified. It's super simple and go brighten people's days that like sit and they don't have a lot of visitors and they like a dog lights them up. I love it. It's so fun. I just posted
0: something on Facebook about um, a facility that had brought in um, kittens that had been dropped off at the shelter and they needed like bottle fed and they were taking them to the nursing homes and having the residents feed the kittens and same thing, it what it did to bring joy and purpose. Now we're circling back. Yeah. They had purpose that day. They yeah. needed to say, I mean, "That's." I have chills. Like that's oh. the stuff that matters. That
1: matters. Yeah. And it
0: can't be the when I get caught up, I'm oh, gonna yeah. go do that because no. you're okay. None of us are getting caught up. Mm-hmm. That's that's crap. It's mm-hmm. never happening. Yeah. So how are you gonna make sure? Just like you did this week, I gotta dump some stuff off my list yeah. and make sure that Tonka Jane goes to create some happiness. Yep.
1: What really matters? What matters?
0: You know what? I don't think there's any place to go after that because that's pretty dang good. Yeah. You're awesome. This was awesome. I'm so glad you've been here today. I feel like such a badass now. (laughs) Yes, as you should. (laughs) And as always, we'll have all the great links in the show notes. Thanks so much.
1: I'm not coming down.
0: So there you go. Some great energy and inspiration and practical tips from Nikki. Please go to LinkedIn and follow Nikki Llewellyn and subscribe to her podcast, Gut and Science, and you can continue to be inspired by her every week. As always, we have a couple of reflection questions for you to think about this week. One is... Is it time to take that practice that Nikki talked about and just spend 10 minutes to center yourself and get grounded each day? Give it a shot. And the second question is, do you have people that you can authentically connect with outside of your workplace? Sometimes it's really helpful to get new perspective outside of the day-to-day work that you're in and connect with others to get fresh ideas. Maybe it's time for that too. Thanks so much for being here. As always, if you need a keynote speaker, a facilitator, or a coach, I'm your girl. Hit me up. Follow me on LinkedIn, and we'll talk to you next week. I'm not coming down.